0: Get everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Australian Property Investment Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Christie David, and as you may know, I run a mortgage broking business called Atelier Wealth. Uh, each and every episode, I like to bring in someone who I call best in breed. Now, today I'm going to be very biased because our best in breed guest is Nate Condy from our team at Atelier
1: Wealth. G'day, Nate. How you doing? I'm good, thanks, Aaron. Thanks for having me again. Not at all, mate. Return guest. You must have yes. done something right the first time, <laughs> so you claim. Yeah, I don't believe so, but. <laughs> Yeah. Now nah,
0: the, the, the listeners have spoken, mate, and uh, they, they want more Nate. So uh, what we want to do is go back on your story. And I feel like this is something that, that we've had a chat about. I've been very privy to seeing your journey as well. There's some clients that have come on the journey with your journey too. Uh, but I think if we kind of peel back the layer, and I think this is where you know, some listeners have asked, let's hear from the team as well. So uh, the people have spoken. Uh, before we do kick off, I want to just reiterate, reiterate that this episode is generally in nature and not intended to give advice. So if you do need advice, please do seek out a professional. So, Nate, you've been with us for just a tad over two years. Yeah. Uh, I've seen your maturity kind of uh, blossom and, and grow and develop, and you're probably going to blush as I say that. Yeah. Uh, but I think for you, I'd love to hear, kind of where did you feel you were coming into mortgage broking and where do you feel you are 20 years later?
1: Yeah, I don't, coming in, n- yeah. no idea about the, anything in the industry. Yeah. Um, fresh out of uni, yeah, no real idea of what even a mortgage was. Like I knew you needed one to get a house, but yeah. the functionality of it, how you got one, yeah. no idea. Nice. So what did you study at uni for those? Uh, economics and finance, bachelor um, at University of Wollongong. Nice one. Yeah. And then you went on to do post- Yeah, I did my master's in financial management as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, did that during COVID. Yeah. Um, found it a bit hard trying to get a job. Mm. Did that. Boosted my resume a bit, and yeah, yeah, you guys took me on. No, nah, man, I think when I saw you, I probably, I think we all project a bit of
0: ourselves, right? We did our interview on, on, over over Zoom, yeah, uh, and yeah, I think you mentioned you were very open and said, "Look, I've been open for interviews and, and and haven't had much luck." And I thought, "Man, there's a there's a bit of uh, honesty." I said, "Tell me what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. Show me the resume, and why do you feel you're missing out?" And you were pretty open and honest and he said look it is interviewing over zoom is probably a bit hard so as a graduate how did, how did that experience kind of unfold for you as in like that that is coming out of coming out
1: yeah. of uni as a grad during covid it wasn't yeah it wasn't that. what i expected right i expected to be doing face-to-faces coming into the city whatever yeah um but yeah the learn uh, well, or the zooms yeah um were at different beast. like yeah there's no you don't get to know the yeah, the company, the company doesn't really get to know you. Mm. You kind of just, yeah, up at a distance. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah I guess, yeah, there was something in there where, so uh, mate, let's give this, uh, not, as in, let's give him a go. I think he's got some really good um, knowledge here and, 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 just needs that next, that next door to open. And you kind of opened it and grabbed it with both arms, mate. So real credit to you. So you started out, your career started out as what we call a para broker. Yeah. Uh, so really just kind of shadowing, uh, shadowing us on every client scenario that was coming through. So, the knowledge that you've learned. What was kind of some of the the early wins for you coming into that para role?
1: Do you think not so much wins, just repetition. Right, mm. sitting on the calls with you, jumping in on the easier scenarios at the start, yeah. um, learning just what everything is. So PI interest only, all the different types of loans, right? <laughs> um, how the different banks work, and then yeah, repetition, working the way up to more complex scenarios. Starting to do them on my own, um, even speaking with clients. So yeah, it's just no no particular wins, just a gradual rise. Mm. Yeah. Any of those, I mean, you're probably on, I don't know if we, you're probably you're, you're
0: far better at maths than I am. But you work a couple of scenarios a day over two years, you've probably yeah. worked yourself into hundreds. Yeah, easy. Hundreds of scenarios, and you've yeah. seen we've seen it all, right? Mm. And, and we often speak about it. And I think where you where you probably bring it. A fresh element is uh, that inquisitiveness, like what you're saying is uh, you had to learn basics, then why are they doing that? And is that the best way for them? And, and you probably see everyone's different approach to say investing or buying, for example, in their own life journey as well. Yeah, you know? for sure.
1: What's some of the things that have surprised you going through going through this side? Um, I don't know, it's hard. Not many surprises, a lot of lessons. Yeah, I didn't think, yeah, I'd at like this point today, I'm still learning every day, like something yeah. new. Sometimes, you know, off the back of an error, absolutely, uh, which it's is how the way you do learn, yeah. right? But yeah, I'm still learning every day, um, and I always wonder, like, when is that point I'm going to know everything? And there probably will never be a point, right? right. I'm, I mean, I'm what am I? Ten <laughs> years into mortgage broking, and
0: yeah, constantly still surprised, yeah, about what, yeah, even the processes how things quickly can fall off the rails. It doesn't matter how many. SOPs we have or how many process maps that we have or workflows, there are things that just slip through the cracks or things fall over as well, right? Mm. Yeah, for it's sure. an imperfect system. So take me through, you're now moved into mortgage broking. Um, that decision to become a mortgage broker was always part of your growth plan. But yep. again, how did you feel coming into that role and, and is it what you expected it to be?
1: Yeah, look, I was ready, right? Shadowing you, I pretty much knew what the process of- you know, end to end would be as a mortgage broker. Yeah. So I kind of had a, there was no shocks to it, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, look, it's been great. Mm. I've Loved it. How many months now? Eight or so. Uh, yeah. It's For like, six so I think I've been accredited yeah. since Feb. Yeah. So yeah, eight or so. Um. Yeah, been great. Yeah. I mean, to watch you to right to watch your rise. Or I mean,
0: if from an industry perspective, you've you've definitely kicked some massive goals in since. I think you probably actively writing from, from like April-ish onwards, right? Yeah. Uh, so to see from April to the end of 2023, what that's been, um, what excites you about your next, your next
1: phase of, of broking as well? Just doing more numbers, yeah. right? Getting more referrals from clients because that's always good, right? Mm-hmm. you know, when a client has something nice to say, i pass you on. Um, yeah. So getting more, building that referral, client referral network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just writing more numbers, helping people out. Yeah, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, what's the part that really, I guess, gets you going with mortgage broking? We
0: had a chat the other day in yeah. the office about what kind of Damien's, yeah, really hell-bent on, you know, first-time buyers and, and making sure that more people get into the market. You see me and I love I love seeing investors grow their portfolio. So when you're looking at, at broking and what we do in terms of home ownership, what
1: what's the part that really ignites you? So yeah, it's that what I kind of what I just mentioned. So just being able to help people right achieve mm. their goals, as you know, our kind of motto is um, set up intergenerational wealth. Mm. So I feel like just helping people take that first step um, is great. And now I'm starting to do some of like my mates' loans as well. So mm. one made them refinancing. One we've just submitted today yeah. for their first purchase. So that's great to be able to help them, you know, do the same. Awesome, mm. really good. From an identity shift, like what's the uh, what's your view on mortgage brokers? I don't know. Like, I remember you asked me this in the interview, and I was like, yeah. I just don't have an opinion on them. Like, I don't, they don't <laughs> cross my mind day to day. Yeah. Cause you I've know, seen it all. I've seen people go, mortgage
0: yeah. brokers, not a real job. I'm like, that's a bit rough. And then some people are like
1: anti brokers. Some people love them. Some people, yeah, you know, I guess you're in yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion still. It's just like, I don't want to think bad of us because I'm one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. correct. I don't know. Nice. And then I guess the, the future
0: for you, and we've spoken about this as well. Where do you see your future? Where do you see the mortgage broker industry going for
1: you as well? Oh, I don't think that far ahead. Yeah. I just think, like, yeah, as you mentioned, like, what's my next goals? Don't really have many goals, just keep writing more. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, no, no big future plans. Um, hopefully, yeah, I just keep, you know, going on that upward trajectory. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it would be a big goal set, so I was Yeah. About a, a lot. Um, even
0: I think Bernie mentioned the other days around home ownership, and especially, I mean, you're young. you mind sharing your age if you're- Yeah, 25. You're 25, right? Yeah. So, young guy, do you look at home ownership as
1: attainable? Do you think it's achievable? For sure, definitely. Yeah, and it's like we preach it every day, right? So, yeah. at one point, I should practice what I preach. Yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah. Why, and so, I mean, there's so many, dis- there's so many Aussies that feel disenfranchised or that feel like a great trading dream is- Dead or slipping away from them. Why do you say yes with such conviction? Do you think?
1: And this isn't a loaded question, no, is it? No, it's just like it's. It's not like people will think. Oh, I live in Sydney. I can never buy in Sydney. Well, you can buy somewhere else, right? Mm. You don't need to buy in Sydney for your first property. You can buy an investment. You can buy in Sydney. It might not be you know a four bedroom house. Yeah, on a thousand meter block, but you can buy, right? Yeah, um, yeah it's achievable. The um, governments bring it, brought in so many regulations for first home buyers mm. and schemes like, you can do it. Yeah, right. You
0: say that now because you – and some say, like, oh look, mate, because you're in the industry, right? Yeah, you know it. Um,
1: but how many first home buyers do you meet that you go, hey,
0: look, they had no idea it yeah. was available to them. Mm. And
1: that, yeah, we're, we're out on the weekend with with my mates, and someone just mentioned, I was saving for a home loan so hard, I'm like, well. Yes, but at the same time, there's so many schemes. And this is the first time I've actually caught someone out on it, right? Mm. And like, I think I'm getting to that point, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, there's you only need a 5% deposit if you want to buy your first place. Mm. If you're saving for a 5% deposit is hard, well, that's their situation, mm. right? But it's not as hard as most people would think. Do we say that lightly? Because I mean, yeah. people
0: kind of, I don't know, they, they're they building up in their head going, I mean, when you hear, and i have say this openly because you know i've got the book coming out and i've studied it all at the moment which is taking on average over 10 years plus to save for a 20 percent deposit which again you and i know we don't need a 20 Mm percent deposit but that's what the media is peddling and then you go over 10 years to save for a deposit by that stage probably prices have increased as well and you're back kind of at square one yeah so how do you yeah if you're to have mates that you do that without them going how you work in this and that's kind of your gig where you go hang on this is achievable for for everyday working australians right yeah how do you have that conversation with them
1: yeah well that's i haven't got to that point yet mm. but it's like yeah if you want to save if you want to buy a house you've got to put the plans in place to save right mm. you can't just keep going out every weekend blowing your money <laughs> you know you've got to actually have a plan and stick to stick to it yeah to get there
0: yeah nice so your, the Nate Condy story, Like, what's some of the things that's on, on your bucket list do you
1: feel that like, yeah, you're looking to achieve in your lifetime, mate? Eh? I don't know. Yeah, home ownership, definitely. Yeah. Probably in Sydney or in the Shire, more specifically. Yeah. So you are a Shire boy, for example. Yes, very proud. You, yeah, correct. Uh, have you got a home bias to, say,
0: buying and living in the Shire, for example? Do you feel, or do you think, okay, look, my first property, because I know you, we,
1: we helped your brother as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah no first probably probably will not be in the Shire um yeah I think probably interstate investment I don't know just I don't it's probably not are, yeah, yeah that's it um but yeah at one point definitely owning a home in the Shire
0: yeah nice. yeah perfect and are you fortunate in the sense that you have I mean you've got parents that yep. are very willing and, and able as well so I mean the bank of Mum and Dad effectively is very li- reliable and dependable yeah um, what do you say to people that don't have that as as an option for them.
1: You know, you got to save. Yeah. Right. Um, it's like it's not. It's just the situation, right? I can't say. Well, I have a guarantor, so. Mm. You know. Tough luck. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It's a tough one. It's like I can't just say. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not yeah. trying to get you to uh, solve the problem. Here, <laughs> yes. Okay.
0: Because it's not a. It's not a, It's not a government policy we're trying mm. to solve here. Mm. It's more. I like guess. Well, I'm privy to hear, you're hearing your conversations with clients, for example, but we can only have so many client calls during a week. So if someone's listening, you go, hey, look, how how do I or how have you done it for other people where they're like median incomes, you know, sub 70K, for example. So median income, trying to buy a home or an investment, property, I'm really struggling yeah. for the deposit. What are some of the tips that you can maybe offer someone at that point?
1: This is a test. <laughs> this is a test. <laughs> I don't know, save, yeah. right? You've got to save. Move in back home if possible, mum and dad, if possible, right? Yeah. If they have a home, mm. which not every par- everyone's parents do. Have their own home. Own, own their own own. home, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's safe, mm. right? No shortcuts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: What are the, so I guess outside work, what are some of the things
1: that, that um, fill your cup, mate? Um, yeah, so big movie guy. Yes, big rugby league fan, big soccer fan, but most like at the end, you know, my my favorite thing is just hanging with the boys, going to the pub, yeah, drinking beers. Like that's my that's what I look forward to at the end of the week. No, not in a bad way. No, absolutely, we, yeah, we all need a winding down a social. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm a big fan of whatever it takes socially to get yourself
0: energized and 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 recharged as well. And yeah. If it means catching up with some lads and, and having a few, uh, lagers, yeah. uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Everything, uh, everything in moderation. Yes, of course. <laughs> including moderation. Drink responsibly. Uh, perfect. So closing out 2023 and then looking to 2024, what's some of the things that's on the, the 2024
1: vision board for yourself? Um, definitely get my numbers up. So yeah, doing more prospecting, um, yeah, building that referral par- uh, network and even partnerships if yeah. possible, um, yeah, just continue learning and, and growing mm. as a as a broker, as a person. Yeah. Um and yeah. I think that's it. Awesome. Yeah, I think the two, you when you put this together like broker and a
0: person there, there's no there's no separation between them, right? Even when I say when you grow personally in your personal life, self development or done a fair amount of that work. Yeah. You then level up automatically in your in your professional life as well. Yeah. Right. And have that, have that accountability. Mate, I just want to say thank you very much. I know it's uh I know it's uncomfortable for you because yes. you're, you're normally a, I don't know, would you consider yourself an introvert? Or? Yeah, somewhat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, introvert, and you're normally, I'd say, a little bit more reserved in that so sense. And sure. You don't want to kind of, um, you're not an oversharer, but that's what makes you you and mm-hmm. special. So I know this is uh, definitely challenging, mate, but I want to say thanks for thanks for jumping on board. Thanks yeah, for sharing. Nice. And, and really the goal is for a lot of people, they want to get to know the team behind the laptop or behind the phone, for example, and gives you an opportunity for, for people to connect with you and, and to learn more about your story, man, and where you're going as well. So thank you very much for being on board. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, Aaron. Awesome. That's a wrap for another episode of the Australian Property Investment Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed something slightly different, left the center that we've done today. And as always, if you want to give some feedback, better yet, if you want to subscribe and leave some review, that would be much appreciated as well. Until next time, take care.